Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Hey everyone, good morning. Today we are going to have a conversation, um, a pretty raw conversation. Lindsay and I don't really have an agenda for today. We just want to talk about the subject of being hyper-connected in 2023 Um, and just kind of the way that makes us feel and the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything between in being hyper-connected. And so let's get to it. Okay. Um, what we by what we mean by hyperconnected is just you know you are available to everyone at one click of a cell phone button or one click of the computer, um, at all times, twenty four seven, and yeah. So let's let's jump in. Let's dive in and talk about it. Yeah, gone are the days of the phone with a cord where you have to just like pick up and say, Wheeler Residence, Lindsay speaking, and then somehow find in the, the busy signal. I mean, I think that it is just a different world we live in. You know, I remember my mom, very few people she talked to on the phone on a daily basis. And I, like you are, and probably most people am connected on an ongoing basis every day. Um And I think there's really cool parts about that because we can get our questions answered quickly. We can chat with people as much as we want, as little as we want. But I also think that there is a component of it is unrealistic to have that many conversations in one day and to be readily available for all the people all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be emotionally available to so many people is probably wearing us down in our, um, our, our, uh, our whole body systems, I would say, but I was thinking like specifically like the endocrine system, like it just has to be so taxing on all the hormones just to be like, so emotionally available to everyone and like, so emotionally aware of everyone else's emotions and feelings and all at the same time, it's a lot for us to process, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I thought, when we tossed this topic idea around, I was thinking, you know what, like it is such a blessing and such a curse. And, you know, you can really say that about anything, but I don't think, I don't think that I would have moved. I don't think I would have left all my friends and family and moved an hour away unless I felt like I could be available at one click of a button to everyone that I knew in Columbus and my, you know, my old town people community, I don't think I would have moved without that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like I think that was what was so comforting to me was like, mm-hmm. well, they're all still just as close as they were before on the phone. You mm-hmm. know, you have access I, to them. I have access to them just the same way that I did before. Um, And that was so comforting to me, but in the same token, I would love for my cell phone to give a busy signal every once in a while. (laughs) Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, how do you feel about like, I don't know, managing that? Like if somebody sends you a message that isn't necessarily urgent, like you see it, you're going to respond to it, but does it make you like, cause we talked about like being, um, check off the list people. Like for me, I just want to kind of like respond so that it can be done. I can check it off the list. Cause if it gets buried, I don't know. I'll kind of forget about it or whatever. Do you feel at all? Like it makes you feel overwhelmed sometimes when there's so many things coming in. Not that I'm not not saying we're like the most popular people in the world, but it's like, even if it's just like your mom and then your friend, and then me being like something about the podcast and then the next person being, you know, do you enjoy that? Um, I feel like I've a little bit changed my tune on that in the last, I feel like I really tried to be, um, I feel like it was during 2020 or 2021, like the height of COVID when I was like, okay, I have to get a grip on this because I can't be so on my phone all the time. Like if I responded to everything that came in, in real time, I would never be present for Ruby, for my husband. Like I... So I used to be like you and I still am like you in, in the, in the deepest parts of my soul. Like I want that notification gone. The people that have like 50,000 million emails on little red alert on their email box, like on their phone, like that gives me so much anxiety, you know, like I need all those notifications off. Um, Oh, see, so that wasn't for me because those are just junk mail. So like, I'm like, man, but yeah, I, oh get, gosh, I get what you you're saying. Do you have 5 million oh, yeah. on your? Oh yeah. Uh, I have 12,000. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. yeah. That literally <laughs> makes me, I need to go get a But it's all right just now. junk mail. It's just, I know that it's not any, well, hopefully if you're on here, if you're listening and you sent me an important email, one of the 12,000 <laughs> and I have not responded, <laughs> maybe text me. Um, I'll respond that way. <laughs> I turned all the notifications off on my phone, meaning that I don't get an alert until I open the app. Yeah, that's good. Um, and that is really, except for text. Text, I can't figure out. I don't think you can do that. Um, I don't necessarily maybe- even think with text, like I feel a sense of urgency with everyone. I think it's more of just like, if I have a minute to just do it, I usually will, but I don't think that's good either. I feel like there's just a weird, you know, trying to find a balance between that. Because- yeah. Like if you're, if you're, it is a balance. Cause if you're trying to respond with intention and thought, then you should wait. But then if you wait, like you said, is the, is that feeling or that moment have going to have passed and then you're not going to feel like responding anyway. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's, it's a challenge that I think we can all probably relate to. Like, how do you navigate, you know, it's not even just text, it's Facebook, it's Instagram, mm-hmm. it's comments on your posts, likes on your posts, um, DMs, sliding into the DMs, like <laughs> my, you know, the video messaging, like Marco Polo, um, or Voxer, like there's so many different platforms. Um, I don't know, guys, lately I've been feeling like the need to delete everything and get back to the basics in that department. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to delete my Instagram because I do have a significant business on Instagram that I, that brings in money for my family. 
but kind of maybe everything else, just text and Instagram so that I, I don't know. I don't think, I just don't think I can keep up with the the demand of it. It's a lot. Well, I don't know that we Um, were meant to, I guess that's like what I'm hung up on. Like, I don't think like how we were created, we were obviously created for community, but like I always think about like how we were way back when, obviously things have changed with the technology landscape, things have changed, but like, were we truly meant to be connected to hundreds of people every single day with all the information and keeping up with our daily tasks and life and work and jobs and like our home life? I mean, I just don't know that that is even doable and sustainable for everybody, you know, like you can't be that to everybody. Um, right. So it's kind of like, you know, and I think that everybody has kind of maybe your certain people aren't connected to that many people and they feel like this isn't even a non-issue for them. Um, but I think like the notion of you send somebody a text and you kind of think like, oh, they should reply right away. Cause like, obviously people have their phones. Like that's where I kind of think it's tricky you know? Yeah. I think the beauty of a text in my mind, the beauty of a text is that you don't have to respond right away. Yeah. Like it's there for you when you can come back to it, when you don't have your kid, Mm -hmm. you know, I always try to think of like all the times when a text comes through, like, and I can't respond. I'm making dinner. My kid is there. I'm outside. I don't get cell service anymore. Like half the time, like there are so many reasons why I want to respond right away, but I don't. And so I don't know. I guess this is a PSA for all of my people. Like if I don't respond to you right away, it's not that I don't want to talk to you or that I'm uncomfortable or that I, whatever. It's just that I can't in the moment, you know, like I want to respond thoughtfully. And I think of a text as like a placeholder to get back to it when I can. With that being said, there have definitely been times when I've forgotten to respond to something and everyone has done that. And yeah, it's the worst feeling like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. But then you think about it. Well, and what you just said is actually like helped inspire this conversation a little bit, at least on my end, this guy, Adam Grant, I follow on Instagram. He kind of has these little, like just thought provoking quips that he puts up on Instagram. And one of them the other day was, he said, how quickly someone answers you. I think he's talking about technology, like through text or whatever is rarely a sign of how much they care about you. Delayed replies to emails, texts, and calls are often symptoms of being overwhelmed. Unless it's urgent, the true test of a relationship isn't the speed of the response. It's the quality of attention. It's exactly what you just said. I love that. I absolutely love that. I have one friend in particular that I can think of who most of the time, like I'm in a group chat with her. um, A lot of times she doesn't even respond at all. But when she does respond, I'm always like, man, that that she just has the best words to say. And it's because she doesn't give, I wish we could have her. I wish I could call her up right now and ask her how she feels about this. Cause she doesn't over, she doesn't overcommit herself in her, in her texts. Mm -hmm. She chooses when to respond. And when she does, it's very thoughtful. And I, I admire that because it is something just to send something real quick, something short and quick, just to, you know, get yeah. it off the list and move on. I also totally. wonder if this is like a gender thing because Justin will show me his phone and he's like, it's you, it's a couple of buddies. And they're so just like, want to hang, 
Yep. Like there's, they don't <laughs> go through their day and everything that's going on and the kids, you know, like they save that for when they're together. And so yeah. truly, oh, like totally. one night he was showing me and we were just laughing because mine, it's like paragraphs of stories. It was just, I, I just do think maybe women and men communicate differently. Approach it so differently. Yeah. yeah. And oh, then for sure. our for sure. oldest got a, um, a phone this year and the texts are very short and simple that I get back, which is totally fine. But I just, you know, it's, it's just, maybe it's different. So it's an observation. Yes. I cannot. um, If I text Seth two questions back to back without waiting for a response from the first question, like if I say uh, like, this is a silly example, but it's legit. I could be like, I won a million dollars on a scratch off ticket today. Where do I cash it in? And then the next text would be, what do you want to have for dinner? He would only respond to the <laughs> second text. And he would say like burgers or something. <laughs> One word answer, only the second question. So if I have two questions, I have to wait until he oh. responds to the first one and then send the next one or, or I won't get the first one answered. That's without- funny. It's just so funny. And okay, I, well, that's a text I, conundrum that I always find myself being like, oh, do you remind, not with a husband, but somebody different. If there was something you really wanted to know and it was skipped over, it's like, you don't want to be annoying, but you're like, but wait, did yeah, you do I the remind, first part? I like I want to. I usually copy and paste, which is oh. so terrible because you're literally saying the same thing over and over. I don't mind it if somebody reminds me because truly I oh, probably I love looked over it or I probably forgot, but I always feel kind of annoying when I'm like, and also oh. did you respond to question number 17? <laughs> I love a reminder. Please everyone remind me constantly because yeah, things get lost in the shuffle. <laughs> lost in the shuffle. Um, Have you seen that um, funny? It was like a reel that people were doing. I think it started on TikTok and then it made its way to Instagram, but it was like, um, text from your spouse and it was like people oh, were yeah. chatting. I loved that. That's so funny and just so telling of what we were just talking about. Like it's just so different the way that men communicate on their phones, I think. Yeah. Um, so I wonder like what solutions we have for people and ourselves to kind of like eliminate the overwhelm from feeling like obviously being connected is awesome and beautiful. And I love it too. Just like you said, like it allows you to be anywhere and feel like you have the people with you. But, um, I do think those boundaries are important. I mean, I, for one need to be off my phone more and have more limits when I'm with my family and things like that. So, um, maybe that can be one of our 30 day challenges at some point of just like putting it down. Um, but also it's just, and then my other friend had this like idea of, she's like, why do our texts not have a read receipt? And so you could oh. say, come back later. I think she put, she like sent it into iPhone. I'm like, um, you should be making money about this. But like, like do you mean like put it as unread? Unread. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can read it, but then like mark as unread and then come back. That's what I meant. Like kind of like yeah. your emails, you know? Um, but I just Please. think like, how do we take the pressure off of ourselves and also not get in our heads about like, well, I didn't that person respond. Like, it's kind of like, you never know what everybody's doing a million, everybody's busy. So it's not yeah. a personal thing. It's like, we have this device to be in touch with people, but we should not expect an immediate response from anyone. Oh yeah, totally. You know? I, yeah. 
I think, yeah, I guess it just totally depends on the way. Like personally, I never, a lot of times if I text someone, I'll forget that I even did. So I'm, I don't ever expect an immediate response. Um, cause I don't often give immediate responses. I just think it's so unrealistic, but I think, yeah, for sure. If you're someone that like worries about that or wonders if what the person, why the person hasn't responded, like, I think you just have to constantly remind yourself and retrain yourself that like, it's not natural human. Yeah. Whatever to be exactly what we're talking about. Just available at every second of every day. And not even Uh, just available, like emotionally available. Cause if you're overwhelmed or something else is going on, you're like, I see this, but I can't even, you know, like that's not a priority right now kind of thing, but I don't know. And yeah, maybe that doesn't apply to everybody, but just what he said, I thought was interesting and made me think that more people probably think that way or wonder, you know? Yeah. I would love to hear from, from the listeners about this because I think it's, I don't know. I think it's something that I feel like with all this technology, it's been building and building and building is faster and faster. There's more things and more things. And I think we're going to get as a society to a tipping point where we're like, okay, enough is enough. And maybe, maybe we're already there. I do know that like the, the younger generation doesn't have a lot of these apps that our generation has, because I think they have different feelings about social media than we do. Maybe, um, I don't know. Like you, but I, I do ways. just feel like we're going to get, I, yeah, I think we're just going to get to a point where we're like, okay, this is not sustainable. And we are maybe not having as good of personal community, in-person community, because we're relying too much on this, or we're using this as a, you know, as an escape from going out and doing life in yeah. real life. And I don't like to know. talk about like really serious stuff over text because I feel like the tone gets lost. Like I would much rather have oh, a yeah. phone conversation. Like I will pick up the phone if I want, if it's uh, something like that. Um, or just wait till I'm with the person to be like, ah, oh, this is what's going on. I'll fill yeah. you in later. Um, because yeah, I just, it's not the same. It's a yeah method, but it's not, uh, but I'm with you. Yeah. And that's another reason why our March letters to people that we're going to do for 30 days is going to be so cool because yeah throwing it back yeah for sure I love that and I (laughs) I will also I have not had work functioning internet very much here I think I've probably said this 95 times already but our internet is not working well and it is driving me crazy though so it's like I want it available to me but I need to learn not to rely on it um yeah. Because, you know, I know, I think one time when you said, I don't have internet and I was like, how lovely <laughs> it just, yeah. yeah, it's like a blessing and a frustration at the same time. Sure. Um, well, anyway, just something to think about. Yeah. Let us know if this is something that you have been thinking about, or if you've gotten good strategies to, um, put boundaries and borders around your time management with texting. Maybe your job does that. You know, if you're a physician or somebody who's like working, I know when you're a nurse, it's like your phone's probably away most of the day anyways, you know? Um, yeah. So, but I think for some yes. people who have like desk jobs and it's readily available, that's kind of who I'm thinking about. So. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, it's the perfect time to put your phone away and have a good old fashioned phone call conversation. <laughs>
<laughs> yes. Or, or just challenge set the boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, set the boundaries and also realize that like, or maybe not realize, but I don't know, kind of revisit the idea of, wow, this is kind of an unrealistic expectation to be so attached all the time. And maybe yeah. it's good to, you know, loosen the expectations back. around there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, let us know what you think. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Is there, is it, is it, is there irony in the fact that we're doing a podcast that most people are going to listen to on their phones and, um, <laughs> Well, they're doing it on their own time. That's true. So I feel like that's, you know, it's like you do it when you're able to. Yes. Yes. Yeah, totally. It's just about healthy boundaries around all the things. Yeah. We don't have the answers. It's not necessarily that we have done all of that perfectly. I think it's just something that's coming up that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. For sure. sure. We ain't perfect. We're just two gals with cell phones. <laughs> all right. Delete all your okay. apps and have a lovely day. Bye. Bye. Bye.